Hey strangers, welcome back to another episode of Matt and Brett Love Comics. This is Matt. Hi, this is Brett. And we're coming to you live from the uh, from Brett's home office. Yeah, this is a new development since the last time we taped, I think. Yeah. The, like, yeah, it is. Uh, this is also the first time that we're in this room, so the ambiance could be different. It could be. This The, the, the entire course of the show could change. Yeah. The sound waves are bouncing off a whole lot of... Yeah. books and picture frames and a whole, a whole lot of compact discs yeah 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 a lot of c's d <laughs> yeah what is happening yeah uh it's, it is summer it is hot it's summer it's new york city it's hot it's new york city <laughs> it is i'll tell you what if if you don't live in the city i didn't realize like how hot summer could get until yeah. you're surrounded by concrete. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. And um, also when you don't have the comfort of hopping in your car and putting on the air conditioning and driving. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. No, I have to walk everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, it's it's tough. It's always it's it's always a unique challenge uh, traveling in New York City in general because you're walking everywhere and uh, uh, part of the challenge part of the challenge of uh, of walking in the summer anywhere in New York City is making sure that you, yeah. dressing appropriately so that you don't look <laughs> like soup. Yeah. By the time you get wherever you're going. Guys, so you know, that's that's what we're dealing with right now. Yeah. Um I, I uh Yeah, it's it's uh I don't know. I love the summer though. I really love the summer. Uh I'm I'm, I'm a hot weather kind of guy. I like okay. I like hanging out okay. by a pool. Yeah. I like um I'm a hot weather kind of guy if there's a pool around. Okay. Give me yeah, that yeah. give me that pool action. So I like I like going running outside. Like I get, like I went running this morning. Uh, it was I, I got to the track at like nine thirty this Jeez. morning and it was the temperature was already eighty three degrees. <laughs> and uh, that's when I just rolled over in my bed and yeah, kept yeah. on sleeping. Yeah. Uh, I grew up with a pool. Also, mm. also we had a uh, cabin out on the Tennessee River, so I was oh, nice. at like the river during the summer. Oh, that's amazing. Or so that was kind of the bummer of the Fourth of July. I was like, oh, my entire family is at the river, and I'm in Astoria, sure, <laughs> not near any type of water or relaxing, cool. Yeah. Um, but I guess we the topic of today we'll get to in a second. We should probably discuss. The next, uh, real quick, what the next book club episode is going to be? Yeah, yeah, we'll, gonna be we'll a, talk about that real fast. Real fast. So, um, we're, we're tapping into the zeitgeist with this one. We we are indeed. Uh, you may have heard uh, our recent mini episode, Brett's uh, Brett's review of Amazing Spider Man. Yeah. Oh, uh, the the tone of your voice. <laughs> uh, me and me and Katie were talking the other day that you could just rescore the whole movie and maybe take out twenty minutes, and it would mm-hmm. be infinitely better yeah i think even just rescoring it the score is surprisingly the like the thing yeah yeah you were saying that that's is, it's just miss scored who who was the guy that who was the guy that did the I, music i don't it? know i didn't even look i should have looked up the name so i could have lane blame <laughs> well i'll tell lane, you lane, i'll tell lane. you too uh, this week there were um i saw them on bleeding cool the the photos of the other designs that they were that yeah. they were uh, I didn't toying look at those. with. Oh, I, don't! I, I, oh. oh, don't! They're terrible. Oh, they were. It's, yeah, like they're worse than what's in the movie. Yeah, it's infuriating oh, wow. to me. It continues to be infuriating <laughs> to me that Spider Man has this easily adaptable costume. Yeah. Uh, to to you know modern modern moving cinema, and time and again. The, everyone wants to futz with it. Yeah. Everyone wants to. Everyone wants to say, "Oh yeah, this is iconic. 
This is amazing. This is spectacular. This is web of. This is sensational. Yeah. Um, but but then immediately like let's change it. Yeah. And every time they do, it is. Ne- and I'm not just saying. I honestly don't think that. At, just as someone who's like obsessed with Spider Man, yeah. they're just not as good. Yeah, Ditko got it right. Yeah, and I think as part of Marvel now, I think he's getting a new costume. I think because uh, everyone's getting a new costume. Really? Apparently, yeah. But that is a topic for very soon, guys. Yeah, we'll, we'll cover that. <laughs> oh, we'll cover boy. that after all the announcements. We were discussing. We were discussing that before we started today. But I think it's a better idea to discuss that yeah. stuff once they've revealed everything. Yeah, San Diego, There's no point guys. in us like talking about conjecture. But to to hop on the Amazing Spider-Man, let's let's reboot Spider-Man's origin for the umpteenth time. Mm-hmm. Our next book club, we're going to read four different tellings. Of Spider-Man's origin that have been published throughout the years. That's right. We will be we will be reading Amazing Fantasy 15. Only the Spider-Man origin part. Do not you can, but do you do not have to read the other That's true. two or three backup strips. Yeah. One involves a mummy and a criminal, and the other one involves a guy who rings a bell that summons UFOs. I think. Yeah. They're awful. Did, oh god! Did you ever see the reproductions of the ads from like or like the the, the back matter page from from that uh, from that book? I've read the original like uh, issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just interesting to me because I uh, I was I was looking I was refreshing myself and I, and I forgot about this. The the editorial page is basically like just this page long mea culpa of oh, like yeah, look yeah. this book is terrible yeah you'll notice these are all of the overhaul changes that we've made and they're like starting from this issue and it's clearly like and like they wrote that before they even like put the cut co- like put the cover together because even on the cover it yeah. says something about the new amazing yeah the net page it's... doesn't even say anything about amazing spider-man they say that he's gonna stay in amazing fantasy yeah and then that comic book never comes back no so who knows no no um so that one was you know, Stanley, Steve Ditko, uh, solid. Well, we'll talk about it next week. Right. Um, after that, we have the curious, curious. I did not even remember this existed, but Matt thankfully did. Yeah. Uh, John Byrne reboot Spider-Man Chapter One, Number One from 1998. Yes. December 98. And it's interesting because I, I Oof. we we've brought it up before and we've discussed the Clone Saga, and I'm always the guy that's going to say that there were good things that happened in the Clone Saga. Part of the fallout, the eventual fallout of the Clone oh, Saga, man. is is this. Well, it's it's oh, sort yeah. of it, it's it was about two years later, yeah. two to three years later, and but but there was just this sort of malaise in all the Spider-Man books after the Clone Saga. After was this, around the time when they like relaunched Amazing Spider-Man with a new number one, it was is that it, that? it was because of this. Okay, yeah, the yeah. idea was that. The idea was that they were going to bring in John Byrne and back yeah. a Byrne's truck up to him because he did it with Superman 14 years earlier. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the problem is they didn't realize the key part of that sentence is 14 yeah. years he earlier. Got older. Yeah. And that's just something that happens. And, and it's it's odd and it feels, it even feels an, an, almost anachronistic to the books that were being published even at that time. Yeah, that's, uh, that is 100% true. Um, and when you compare that to the third issue that we will, that we're, we will be reading, it's basically Marvel doing what they want to do with chapter one, just again, and doing it right, right, er, yeah. with Ultimate Spider-Man number one from 2000 by ben, Brian Michael Bendis and Mark Bagley, which 
is the actual modern update, even though it is modern to 2000, but in 2000, it felt very, very current. Oh, yeah. In 2012, every guy in the book looks like a Backstreet Boy, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. It still looks very 2000, which is good. Yes. Yeah, Um, yeah. And and, and I think that that's, well, you know, I, I, uh... I, I was all I was blown away whenever I read that when it came out. I could not believe. I actually didn't even pick up Ultimate for the mm. first year that it came out. I didn't pick it up until issue thirteen. Were you mad that they were doing it? Were you one of those? Type I of wasn't fans? mad that they were doing <laughs> it. I was just exhausted by by yeah. subpar Spider-Man stories. Because they had really tested everyone's patience at that yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't until a year later, issue thirteen. Where I had read, I had read an interview with Bendis where he said, "Well, we're going to do something that you know these have been sort of like updates of old stories." Yeah. Issue thirteen, we're going to do something that that they never did before, oh, and that's is, when we're going to start going in a different 13, direction. Yeah. Issue thirteen is, uh, is Peter and Mary Jane in his in his room, and he goes, "Hey, uh, I really like you. You really like me. Uh, I'm Spider Man." Oh, and he just straight up tells yeah. her, and she's like, "Oh my god, that's so cool!" And like they're just. Two teenagers geeking out, and, and I Aww. fell in love all over again with the books. Man. And uh, I keep slapping. Uh, but uh, that between that and uh, JMS coming on, amazing. Yeah. Right, yeah. It, it, those were right at the same yeah, time were, yeah. there. That I just I fell I fell in love with Spider Man again, and I, I haven't uh, that was haven't put him down since. That was the weird time when in two thousand one, because the X books were going through a weird weird phase. They were like Chris Claremont's return in two thousand, which was insane. Uh, yeah, and then they was... went through that cr- like really hard reboot, that sudden like knee jerk like neck snapping reboot with Morrison, Morrison and, Casey, and Milligan, and which is like, Casey oh whoa, yeah. okay, this is so different from that weird. Cr- so I was turned off at the X books at that time, yeah. and it was like a weird period of time when Amazing Spider Man was my favorite comic, which yeah, I yeah. had never thought that would be because uh, I love what Straczynski and Romita Jr. were doing. Yeah, um, and then lastly, the fourth. So we're reading Amazing Fantasy fifteen. Spider-Man Chapter 1, number 1. <laughs> Ultimate Spider-Man, number 1. And Ultimate Comics, Ultimate Comics Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Volume 2. Although, if you go by the indicia, indicia on the cover, it's just Ultimate Spider-Man, Volume 3. Yeah. Got, whatever. The, Miles Morales, guys. Miles <laughs> Morales, yeah. Uh, by Brian Michael Bendis and Sarah Pacelli from last year. Yes. Uh, which I adore. Um, I breathlessly await every issue. Yeah. Of Ultimate Comics, Spider-Man. I, I have not. I'll be honest. Uh, and again, too, I, I haven't picked up Spider-Man. I haven't picked up a single issue oh, of yeah. it. I am. I'm honestly waiting until that's all shaken out. Wait yeah. for that trade. It's going to be a gorgeous trade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, they, I'll... they was lucky. Like the first issue, he doesn't even meet Miles Morales into the last page. Yeah, and it's like one of those like, well, who are you to be continued? Yeah. So it's kind of like. Okay, that was fine, but the meat of the story didn't even start. Luckily, they published a second issue two weeks later. So it's like the first time we're double shipping. I was like, okay, that's fine. I didn't have to wait a month to actually yeah. get to them talking. I waited two weeks. Yeah. Fine. But I would definitely wait for the trade, because I don't think it's going to have any big repercussions on either title. Yeah. I think it's just a fun side story. Yeah, um, so that's uh, so that's that's what we're going to be uh, reading with our, uh, with our next book club uh, episode. And we'll be joined by... The uh, very funny Curtis Rutherford. Yes. And, and uh, Katie healy Warsberg, Both of them New York City comedians. Uh, Twitter superstars. I'll say that. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Uh, f- really fly dressers. Yeah, yeah. Fly dressers. Uh, they are... When did we do... Why do we sound like an early 90s like, Levi's I'm, commercial? I'm thinking... Oh, no, I'm thinking about 
Ultimate Spider-Man number one and all those Backstreet Boys looking dudes. <laughs> the first thing he says to me, the first thing Brett says to me after <laughs> he rereads it is, uh, uh, there's a dude, there's a dude in overalls. Yeah, and, denim overalls, and he's supposed to be a tough guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's just like taking me back to when I was in 10th grade, and I was like, yep, that's exactly, yeah. wow, that is what we all looked like. Yep. Um, but yeah, now moving on to the quick topic. Uh, we thought that since it's like nice, it's nice and hot outside. Yeah. Uh, we thought we would keep our positivity train rolling by talking about some of our favorite, uh, summer memories of being comic book fans in the summer. Yeah. Um, because it's kind of like when you're in grade school and elementary school, when the summer comes, it's like, oh, it's like vacation time. You get three months to do whatever you want. And for me, that meant making me and my mom drag me to the comic book shop <laughs> uh, every day, basically, because yeah. I had no idea when comics came out. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Those days. I miss those days. I remember, I remember I was, uh, I was 11 when, right before Youngblood number one was released, <laughs> and I called my comic store, Mr. Jake's Funny Books. I called Jake Bingle every day. <laughs> For I think three weeks. Oh man! And he 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 was very patient with me. Very patient with me. And then the day that it finally came in, I went, "Hey, I was just calling to see <laughs> Young Blood One. Yes, it's finally here. <laughs> Come and get it, please. Click." And then the next day, <laughs> um, when does Young Blood Two come? Yeah. yeah. Did- is this before, like, did he just not know what day it was coming? Or was Image so spotty at that time, like, literally it could have come any day? Well, that was know. the very first Image book. Yeah. And oh, I think that, and, and I have to I have to double check, but I think it might have actually shipped two weeks late. Okay. Uh, initially. And then two didn't come out. Two didn't come out for another two months, which I did not expect. It. Like, that, that one blew its shipping schedule, too. Yeah. Uh, and then... It took them from, so the first issue came out in like April of 92, and it took them until March of 93 to get the four-issue miniseries oh, done. Oh, man. It was, uh, it, it, was, it was frustrating as a kid with no patience. Yeah. Uh, and, and back then, you, th- there was no real conduit, and, and they, were, they were really staying close to the vest about, like, their, about yeah. their timelines. And, and also, like, like, it's also, back at that, at that point... The internet didn't exist, so you also had yeah. no idea. Like, I can't imagine how any of that worked without the internet. Because yeah. it's just like, I, things are happening. I have no way of finding out. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's for the best, people. <laughs> I mean, maybe we should all just be surprised. Return to your innocence. Jeez, just crawl back to your innocence. Uh, there was a time, I'm trying to think, the the Age of Apocalypse is the thing that stands out for me as a summer, because I am a couple years younger. Uh, but Age of Apocalypse hit when I was turning 11. Yeah. <laughs> so I was 10. And I feel, I remember like that summer, that that blew my mind. Because I had no idea what they were doing. I honestly thought they were canceling every single comic book. Oh, yeah, and just, yeah. Because that's what they said in the X-Facts or whatever, the, yep. the inside news bulletin thing. So I was like, what the can? What? How is this happening? I don't yeah, want- yeah. And I, I remember I was so mad. I wrote a letter to Marvel Comics. Of course I did. About like, why are you? Why would you do this? I love um, it. But by the end of it, that was a weird time when I was like, we were building, we were moving. My family was moving, and we were waiting for our new house to be built. So we had to move in with my grandparents. Uh-huh. So I had like this makeshift bedroom that I was like, my uncle's old bedroom from when he was a little boy. So yeah. like I was sleeping in there, but I had to like put up a couple of posters to make it mine and one of them was 
the X-Men Alpha number one Joe Matarera cover. Yeah. That I had a poster for him that I got from, I think, Box Seat Cards and Comics, which was my childhood comic book store. And not the cro- not the actual Chromium no, cover. No, no. It was, it was a 24 by 36. It was also colored orange instead of blue, uh-huh. which was interesting. But I just remember, like, those hot summer days of reading Age of Apocalypse uh, over and over again, geeking out over all the awesome designs. I yeah. love that everyone had that stupid Magneto, like, neck bro like chest plate like yeah yeah call, like blink had it and saber tooth had it and rogue had it like i just it was I like a, it was just like a subtle nod to yeah. to their allegiance yeah that was uh the, the summertime summertime reading was always really great to me and in fact that that same summer that i'd mentioned earlier summer 92 for me was i think one of my favorite comic book summers was that the x-force summer no that, that was, was afterwards it was executioner's I'm just gonna start it was, finishing your sentences. <laughs> well, it was. Don't get it out. It was during. It was during the launch of Image. Yeah. So the so those guys had all just recently left. Executioner song was coming up that fall. Yeah. But because summer '91 was when X Force yeah, launched. Yeah. Summer of '92. Summer '92. The big comics for me were. Um, the Unity crossover and the Valiant books. I had just <laughs> discovered Valiant. <laughs> Oh my oh, god, man. Brett, we're gonna we're gonna sit down with okay. someone who has the patience to read all eighteen chapters of Unity. <laughs> it is it is maybe one of the one of the best crossovers that I've ever read. Maybe wow. the best. It's really, really good. I think it's spectacular. And it legitimately had long ranging effects for the entire line of comics. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like uh well well yeah. Um it's it's incredible. I, I I thought that that was great. Um, I had uh, the the X books. Will Sportacio was the last guy that was still on an X book at that time. Like yeah. Jim Lee had just no Jim Lee left that summer. Yeah, and because uh, Jim Lee was gone with like issue eleven of X. Yes, yes, and that was that summer. Yeah, with the uh, with the red that that iconic shot of them oh, on the cover. cover. Yeah, 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 and. Uh, and I remember, I, I remember taking, uh, we, we sort of had, uh, <laughs> we like to call free babysitting where we had a public pool and you could get a, <laughs> you could get a pool pass and I loved it. Like, like I loved when, when my mom would be okay with doing this, she would drop me off at yeah. the pool at, at noon and I'd stay there till six cause all of the kids in town yeah. like hung out on beach blankets in the grass. And of course I was the guy uh, that I was like pouring over wizard, you know, and like, and, and what else was back then? Heroes, heroes magazine. Oh, man. Um, there wizard was all I knew. Yeah. Yeah. There were, there were a couple of other magazines that were very short lived, but, um, and of course, uh, Spider-Man at the time had the 30th anniversary going on. Oh yeah. So they had all the hologram covers. Oh God. Yeah. That that blew my mind because I think summer '93 because I first got into X Men October '92 when the cartoon started. Yeah. So '93 was my first summer with comic books. Well, with X Men comics, I had GI Joe and Star Wars before that. Uh, Fatal Attractions was like ran through most of '93 because they only released like right. X Factor came out in the spring and then the next month was X Force and then the next month was X Men. Yep. So I remember, I remember that Uncanny 300 came out, which I think was March '93. Yes. Uh, and it was that gorgeous, well, I don't know if it's gorgeous, I have fondness for that silver, like, I believe it, I believe the actual foil. term was holofoil? Holofoil. Yeah. Uh, and then I remember four months later was Uncanny 304, which yeah. was, uh, 
character uh, funeral for a character I had no idea who it was. Yeah. Oh. Uh, drawn by a whole bunch of artists that I did not know their importance. Yeah. Because like Romita Jr., Paul Smith. Um, who else drew that? Jay Lee did a couple pages of that. Like. Oh really? Yeah, he did um uh one or two I think. Um, to go back and yeah, there's a ton of artists on that. Issue, but yeah. I was like, hey, they both have holograms. I'm on board with this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think I guess X Men 25 came out that summer too, yes. which was probably the first time a comic book actually made me stop breathing. Yeah. I, for some reason, I was. I used to like when I would get comics, I could not wait to read them, so I would just immediately put my face in them and not yeah. look up. So I remember I was standing up in our den. We probably just gotten back from the mall or wherever we had bought this comic book. Yeah. And I turned the page and I get to Wolverine getting all of his adamantium ripped out of his body. And this is like eight-year-old me, nine-year-old me. Yeah. And I just like, whoa. <laughs> yes. I feel like I had to immediately go sit down. I could not handle that page. Like, yeah. I was like, how are they? What? And I'd only been reading comics for like six months. But for some yeah. reason, I could never imagine, like, no, Wolverine has these claws. Even, like, I knew that. Yeah. And they just changed that. And then they lived in that change for a really long time. <laughs> Surprisingly long time. You look back yeah. on it, and they didn't give him his adamantium back like until 99? 99. Like six years? Yeah. I mean, Jean Grey has now been dead for eight. Yeah. Which is crazy. So, I, I'm amazed that they have stuck too. with that. Yeah. Uh... So they have like fatal attractions, like the summer crossovers. That's what yep. they felt like to me, like the blockbuster of comics. Oh yeah. Yeah, and even before that, before the crossovers, when I was when I was even younger, like eighty nine when McFarlane was on Amazing, yeah. uh the summers would would be when they double shipped. Oh, I remember like when I started getting into back issues, I would notice how they used to double ship in the summer. Now on sale twice yeah. a month, that's small like, little tag. Why don't they do that anymore? And yeah. now they do it every month and I hate it. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I need I don't. I buy my comics now. Yeah. It's not just me. And granted, if they were if they were still like a buck fifty, oh, I would yeah. not have a problem with them double be. shipping. God, they should be. Ugh. I wish. Uh, uh, I want. This is not a comic book, but for some reason, uh, the summer that Batman Forever came out was oh, a huge yeah. deal for me. Yeah. Because uh, McDonald's had all those crystal mugs. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> and it was like every week, like gotta go get those crystal mugs because they're so nice. They're like glass they're crystal they're crystal guys. you guys they're mcdonald's crystal yeah, that's, that's almost as good as swarovski crystal. yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I, I just remember being so amped up about that movie because yeah was was it was like a four-year gap between batman returns and batman forever like 92 and 96 three three years uh because was Re- returns 91 or 92 no 95 95 was forever okay 92 oh, was yeah, returns yeah. it was three years it was three it was years the same because... as age of apocalypse because i all yeah. this stuff is related to me moving from Hendersonville to Smyrna, Tennessee, like it yeah. all. Uh, we go to the uh, we go to the Nissan Family Center because my dad worked for Nissan. They uh-huh. had like a family center where you could like go swimming and stuff. We go to yeah. the pool every day in the summer. We usually like go by McDonald's in the morning, get like the new Batman Happy Meal toy or the the crystal mug, ah. uh, and then go to the pool all day. And then I remember we saw Batman Forever, and I liked it at the time. Oh my! I don't know. Batman and Robin is the one that that summer my family went. We all were like, that was awful. Easy, simple, do not clueless luck. <laughs> it was that moment. And that was not even five minutes into the movie that I realized, uh, oh, I like Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. I do not like Tommy Lee Jones' Two-Face. I feel like now, uh, being an adult, I don't really get excited, more excited about comics in the summer, mainly because... 
you're usually as an adult your status quo doesn't change depending on the season like as a kid it's like summer now i have all the time in the world oh yeah well, i mean you now have all those like, hormones bouncing yeah. up and down in you and you're now you're, i'm just like no every day all year long is the same grind it's yeah like, yeah there's no difference but i'll tell you what it's I, I, I uh, like today I went to the pool in my neighborhood. Uh, there's a there's a free public pool in my neighborhood and I, I went over there and I took uh, I actually took Grant Morrison's book Super Gods with yeah. me and I sat down over there and I I was immediately taken back to when oh, I was yeah. a kid sitting around at the pool. Only back then I would make sure that my hands were perfectly dry yeah. and then I would very oh, yeah. carefully <laughs> take them out of the bags read them I love, and then place them back in. I look back into how I used to, when, when I first started reading comic books, uh, I remember my old issues of X-Men Adventures because that was the first X-Men comic I bought regularly. Andrew it was Wildman, right? That was yeah. Andrew Wildman. Andrew right? Wildman. Um, I would read a page, I would fold it, like I would fold it in half. Yeah, yeah. Like a newspaper and mm-hmm. then like just turn it over to read and that's why the covers and all that of those issues are just like screwed up. Yeah, yeah. I had to go back and replace them and ah. now I know how to read. Um, but I think the excitement about comic books has been replaced about the excitement for the movies now because yeah, in the summer, yeah, when we were kids, this this did not this did not happen. Yeah, and and it's an interesting type of I think summer excitement for comic books themselves too, where it used to be the excitement for the final product during the summer, but it seems that now the yeah. excitement in the summer is the excitement for the hype. Yeah, like What's the summer is yeah. now with with how connected we are with the internet and everything. The summer is now basically. Like, if we wanted to compare uh, comics to fashion, yeah. like, the summer is all the runway shows. Yeah. Showing you what's going to happen in the next uh, the next two quarters yeah, or whatever. So I everyone... got some opinions about that. Yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, and next week, this coming week, is, is yeah. San Diego Comic-Con Fashion Week. So yeah, because, be... like, Avengers vs. X-Men started, like, two months ago. Yeah. And it's running well through the summer, but it doesn't... It's not, like, launching in the summer. Right. Instead, you have the Avengers, which... I, the third time I saw it, I've now seen it seven times. Yeah. Uh, the third time I saw it, uh, which is only the third time, but the, the second time, we saw it out in Long Island in an older theater that wasn't stadium seating. Yeah. So, and watching Avengers in a non-stadium seating theater just brought me back to this, I feel like I'm eight. Like I'm watching the perfect summer movie in a theater that is the same as the ones I used to see when I was a kid. Like it just felt much more. Yeah, yeah. Like I really got really got in touch with my inner child, which is really hard for a, me to do. You took a swim in Lake U. Yeah, is what you did. <laughs> uh, and I, and that's that's I. It's something that just didn't happen when we were kids. It's true. At all. Like bat like the Batman Batman were the only movies that we had really. I remember like Wizard would try to be like, well, Tank Girl's coming out. Yeah, but it, but it was there was there was a lot less respect for the source material. Not that there is a complete respect for it even now, yeah. but there was a lot less of it, and it was still viewed as uh, as not as a as a viable commercial property. Oh yeah, but as an adaptation of a silly kids Which project. Is what happened with those two? Batman movies. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I had read I had read stories that Joel Schumacher during the third and fourth ones was walking around setting up shots and telling everyone, remember, it's just a comic book. Uh, and, and then, and you shows. know, Brian Singer comes along and does X-Men and everyone's like, oh. Oh, right. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Which was another summer. God, that. Ugh. This, the X-Men summers, those first two. Oh, man, uh, that, that first one, that was a bad summer for me. Uh-oh. Oh, oh yeah, I had, just, I had just broken up with this girl, and I was... Summer 2000? Summer 2000. I was, uh, 
I was coming home from college and I thought like, yeah, we're gonna have summer. We're gonna have the sick. She like is from my hometown and I was like, this is gonna be amazing. This and this hot girlfriend and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna spend we get to spend all this time together this summer and like broke up like like uh, almost as soon as I got oh, home man. from college. So I was like, I was completely miserable that entire summer but seeing x-men cheered you up oh it did oh it totally did i actually speaking of i was trying to get over her, i went on the one of the worst dates of my life <laughs> earlier that night I took this girl out uh i was set up on a date through a friend and i took this girl out we get in the car and i was listening to uh to a police uh, to the police it was right. the greatest hits album right. every breath you take right yeah, yeah, yeah. i have yeah. it in my car and she says who is this and i was like oh this is the police and she you goes, kicked her out of your car. Why don't you know that? Well, no, she was like, she was like, are they new? And I went, no, no, they're like a, did you ever hear a sting? And she said, no. Whoa. I was like, oh, okay. But I'm not going to behoove that. But I spent, I took her, um, we went out, we went out to fun for all and we went mini golfing and then we rode go-karts and we hung out, uh, wow. we hung out and we got, we got ice cream and throughout this Throughout this entire date, I kept trying to talk to her. I'm just like, so, so how was, uh, so you're, you're on the softball team at your college, yeah. you know, how, like, you guys, you guys play into June, what's that like, do you have to stay at school? Oh, it's fine. Ew. And that's it. That was, everything was one to two word answers, and I was like, oh my god, this is excruciating. <laughs> uh. And then we went to get ice cream, and I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, this is a very long involved date for someone that doesn't like talking back to you. <laughs> like, yeah, like, she she like oh gave me went along with everything, but I was like, this is this is, is this is not how I like interacting. Yeah, you know, and and uh, and we got ice cream, and I'm sitting there, and I was like, ah, well, you know, I gotta I gotta get up for for work like really early tomorrow, uh, and she was like, oh, no problem, I have practice tomorrow, and so I took her home, and then I called my buddy Jason, and I was like, oh my god. This went on the worst date of my life, and he was like, "Screw it, let's just go. Let's go to the midnight show of X Men." Yeah, and that was at like ten o'clock, and I was like, "I'll be at your house in ten minutes. Yeah. Let's do this." Yeah, that was one of those. I was I was a sophomore in high school. Yep. Uh, so, or was I a freshman? If that came out summer two thousand, I was a freshman. Ah, was it? Or was it two thousand? Oh wow, it was two thousand. That blows my mind. Um, yeah. So me and three of my friends went dressed up for the midnight showing. What did you dress as? I was I was Cyclops, and then I had uh, Jean Grey, Rogue, and Mystique. Uh, so the four of us went. That's delightful. I went to Gadzooks in the mall and got um. Gadzooks. <laughs> I went oh, to. <laughs> I bought these sunglasses, like silver, like Oakley, like cheap Oakley looking sunglasses that had red lenses. Like oh yeah like, yeah oh, yes, yeah. so those are my Cyclops glasses. And then we also were all black. Folkleys. Yeah yeah Folkleys. <laughs> Jeez. And I uh, printed out little, like, X's, and, like, we taped them to our, like, collars and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. in the movie. Um, yep, and we went at midnight, and it was, like, one of those, thank God this movie is good. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> or, yeah. And I don't care what, you you can hate on it, whatever. Um, Viewing in the context of when it came out, it was the first good superhero movie in ten years? What, like, was, a, what was amazing is that the... That, that people were blown away by its box office performance too, yeah. because they were like, I forget what they said was going to be number one that weekend, and they were like, eh, "There's X Men's coming out. Uh, they'll be lucky if they make like twenty million. And I think it opened with like almost sixty. Yeah, and they were like, "Whoa, what?" Yeah. And that was that was literally the opening of the gates because yeah. the next big, 
the next big comic book movie Spider-Man that came out came after out. that was Spider-Man, and Spider-Man and it, broke the weekend record. Yeah. And then X2, and then Spider-Man 2. And it was, and in terms of like how I liked those movies, like that's, mm-hmm. I thought X-Men was great. And then Spider-Man, I was like, oh wow, this is even better. And then X2 came out, and it knocked that movie around. Yeah, yeah. And then Spider-Man and then 2. was right after that. Oh yeah, well. Yeah. I still, Angley Hulk, whatever. There's, there's, there's some good stuff to be had yeah. in that movie. Um, Not, uh, but it's, it's fair. It's a long, it's a long sit. <laughs> So we love the summers. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah, summers. Is that like stupid transition. Summers. We love. Uh, uh, we, we are the fourth and fifth summers brothers. I'm, I to wrap things up. I want to read a fan letter that we got um, through yeah. my Tumblr. The user's name is just a whole bunch of O's. Oh, <laughs> so that's oh great. ooh. I was mispronouncing. I don't. It. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but anyway, we're, we're really awesome. Really heartened to get a fan letter and we also encourage anyone to give us fan mail yeah jeez jeez people um but anyway uh ooh i feel i feel awful not knowing how to pronounce well, the it's, it's, but they're, they're they're capitalized in the middle so is it like ooh? oh that might be it i like that okay <laughs> uh, hi i just want to say that i am absolutely in love with matt and brett love comics see i put a pause ah. there it was funny uh, it's everything I've ever wanted from a comedy podcast. Enthusiasm, snark, and great discussion with Nicole representing my opinions jarringly accurate, uh, ac- accurately. To which Nicole replied, my heart, it bursts. <laughs> and I told her, told her that. Nicole, um, I, I really think Nicole's our secret weapon yeah. on this show. For uh, real. I've gone through every single ep this week. Summer job as a gardener, which, wow, that's a lot of hours. I yes. Think. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you that, listen to every... Uh, that is, uh, and that is, that, that is not... You, we were talking about how hot it is outside yeah. today. Like you're, you're out there you're in the trenches. In that, yeah, jeez, drink some water right now, for God's sake. Um, uh, and I can't wait to have this accompany me throughout the summer. As a gay female X Men lover, I have found my home in the podcasting world, uh, which is exactly the kind of thing that we created this podcast. Yeah, th- seriously, thank you so much for saying um, that. That's it's so kind of you, and, and we're really we're really glad that uh, that you took the time to reach out to us. We ah, her name was Maha. Maha. Or M-A-J-A. Maja? Maha. Ugh, I am the worst pronouncer of everything. That's true. Uh, <laughs> that's true. We, we, we botch a lot of names. And if we botched your name, feel free to get back to us and, and tell yeah. us what fools we are. Um, uh, but thank you so much. Yeah, that's, we created this podcast to uh, hopefully... That's why our guests are usually people that don't read comics. Because yeah. their opinion matters and we should try to include that in a comic book podcast. Yeah, so and and there's there's such a dominance of you know like like male white you no know, we're both uh, male white yeah. geeks yeah but it, we we like getting a diversity of opinion in there and yeah. and that's why that's why we love having Nicole on the show is because she has a very very different opinion yeah and we do on a lot of things and it and it's refreshing and you learn a lot yeah and and I you know if it weren't if it weren't for this letter I never even realized that there is like a a subsect of of uh, uh, female lesbian X Men fans, yeah. That well, uh, yeah, the like, yeah, of course there are. Yeah, yeah, of course uh, there are. That makes that's total the, sense. That's also the thing that I got to even man open up a whole more avenue of discussion. It's like my comic book shop in New York. I go there, and there are so many women there, and it's like yeah. exactly. Hey, Marvel and DC, you should write for these people that want to give you their money. Yeah, <laughs> don't yeah. disrespect them by turning all of your female heroes into sex toys. That Futurama, uh, that Futurama line. Shut up and take my money. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> um, so we really appreciate you listening. Uh, hopefully, tell all of your friends. 
Um, yeah. And uh, if you want to send us more, if you want to talk at us, you can follow me on Twitter at Brett White. And follow me on Twitter uh, at the Matt Little. Um, you can head to mattandbrettlovecomics.com. We have a link to our Facebook page there. Yeah. You can, uh, you can like us on Facebook. Head over to iTunes and rate or review the show. If you get a chance, yes. those do mean a lot. Not just to us, but also yeah. to new listeners as well. iTunes has a hit squad. And if you don't get like at least 10 reviews, they will murder you. That's true. So if you want us to not die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we will, of course, have links to all of the... Spider-Man issues that we'll be listening to, that we'll yes. be reading for next week's episode. They are all on available website. on Comixology. Yeah. I do believe, because I did check. Yeah, yes. they're all on there. So even the Spider- even Chapter 1 is on there. Well, Amazing <laughs> Fantasy 15 just had a recolored edition that came yeah. out last week or two it, weeks ago. It's a 41 page. I, don't, I haven't looked at it yet, but it's like 41 pages, so I have no idea what else is in that. But yeah, yeah. If you get that version of Comixology, we're just reading the Amazing Fantasy 15 portion. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so that's all going on. As again, as always, our thanks to Ben Rahib, our producer, yes, for uh, for putting this up and keeping the lights on online. And we will holler at ya, boy. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk to you later. I know. Well, well, no, we will not talk to you later, and we will most certainly holler at ya, boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next week, when we review four Spider-Man origins in Amazing Fantasy 15, Spider-Man Chapter One, Number One. Ultimate Spider-Man Ultimate number Spider-Man one, number one and, and Ultimate, Ultimate Comics Spider-Man Volume 2 number one. Marvel, get your numbering figured out. I have issues with that. <laughs> we'll talk about in another episode. But thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye! Bye.